The year was 1917. Misery and anger filled several Russian hearts. They had grown irritated of the Tsar's power and ruling over the years. The Russians were so furious that they took action against the Tsar Nicholas and created the start of the Russian Revolution. How did Russians get so furious in the first place, you may ask? Well, it all started in the 19th century in the cold, bitter country of Russia. Russia had been delayed in comparison to the rest of Europe, which had become a rapidly expanding industrial empire. The country was essentially frozen in time, with their embarrassing lack of technology and overall growth. Tsar Nicholas, the ruler of Russia during November 1, 1894 to March 15, 1917, did not want to educate the people or allow any developments in technology advancements. The Tsar wanted all the power to remain in the upper class and more specifically with him. He wanted the peasants to remain serfs, unaware and uneducated of all matters. The Tsar felt that with no one having any knowledge, no one could ever overthrow him and he could remain in power forever. It may not be that hard to figure out why a man with unlimited power wouldn't want anyone else to have any of his money. Although Nicholas's grandfather, Alexander II, decided to make a change. Tsar Alexander II tried to reform Russia by making improvements to the serf's life. Nevertheless, the Russians were not satisfied with one person overpowering everything and making all of the decisions. Tsar Alexander II was bombed by terrorists and his wounds overcame him. Now, this was not the end, as Tsar Alexander II had a son, Tsar Alexander III. He believed that his father had done a terrible job in being Tsar and was determined to make matters better. Russia was widely spread out at this time and had a multitude of different ethnicities and languages. Tsar Alexander III was appalled by this fact and forced the Russian culture upon everyone. Unfortunately, he died unexpectedly and never prepared his son Nicholas II to be fit for the role of Tsar. Nicholas was very unprepared and uncertain on how to run a country. He also did not care much to run it as he never wanted the role to start with. Due to this fact, he gave little to no care for the people and any of their troubles they were facing. Russians soon became aggravated with this matter and questioned, is there a better way to run things? Valdor Lenin had a solution to this matter. Lenin was a very wicked, cold-hearted man who believed communism was the answer to everyone's problems. However, going against the Tsar meant that he would be sent to exile. Lenin went to European countries and secretly wrote about communism to inform those in Russia. Many disapproved of Lenin's ideas and he caused a political divide in the political party, dividing the parties into a majority, which consisted of Lenin and the Bolsheviks, and a minority, which consisted of the Mensheviks. He stayed in Europe writing for the socialist newspaper until he was strong enough to take on the Tsar and rule Russia. busy trying to enforce communism on Europe, Sergei Witt, who understood how far behind Russia was in comparison to the rest of Europe, communicated with the Tsar, Nicholas II, on how they need to catch up. As a result, common folk became labor workers in huge factories. The working conditions were gruesome, diseases were everywhere, and people lost limbs to large machinery. The lower class opposed the Tsar now more than ever. Tsar Nicholas then decided that Russia and himself needed a win. To steer the spotlight away from him, he decided to go to war. 
He wanted a country that could be easily defeated and bring favor to the Russians and get them on his side. However, he chose to wage war on Japan, which elicited an epic disaster and loss of many soldiers. Nicholas's plan did not work. In fact, it only provoked the people of Russia to hate him more. In 1905, a priest named Father Capon gathered people together to make a peaceful petition asking Tsar Nicholas to be better to the working conditions and freedoms of the people. Unfortunately, the attempt for peace was unsuccessful and soldiers fired at them and shot several people, resulting in Bloody Sunday. Later on, Leon Chowski set up the Soviet Union in St. Petersburg while Sergei was still trying to find a way to keep the Tsar protected. The first Duma was created. The Duma resolved issues with liberals, but did not solve any issues with the rest of the people. When the revolution failed, the Tsar replaced Sergei with Petor Stalipin to help. Other ideals. A lot more oppression is taking place and people were being hung for going against Stalipin and the Tsar. However, small improvements were taking place. At this time, Lenin was still working hard in exile to create a stronger revolution that would overpower the Tsar. He was not satisfied because there was change being made in Russia, which would make people not want a revolution. So he worked harder together with Joseph Stalin, who proved more funding that Lenin needed work towards overpowering the Tsar. However, Stalin's poor behavior got him sent to exile elsewhere. Meanwhile, the economy was improving in Russia. Not for long though, as Rasputin came into play, convincing several people that he had magical powers and was a healer. Rasputin was able to use his magical power to heal Nicholas's son, Alexei, who had hemophilia. In 1914, World War I broke out and Tsar Nicholas went to the front lines, leaving his wife and Rasputin alone. Leaving Res Russians in poverty and starving, people were unhappy with this and Rasputin was killed. World War I was breaking Russia. The military had turned against the Tsar, forcing him to step down. So in the year of 1917, Hearts were angry. Several Russians were now dead in war and killed from Bloody Sunday. The revolution occurred to Tsar Nicholas letting everyone down in the front lines of war. He was forced to step down as Tsar, leaving Russia without a leader.